The footy was created on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to all First Nations people and acknowledge their profound contribution to the game we bloody love. This is the Grouse House Podcast. A very special footy with Broden. We're back in Melbourne. Ha! We're filled from top to bottom with the best coffee in the world. Bounce that pill. Happy 30th, 30th of October, folks. Yep. My name's Broden Kelly and welcome to the footy with Broden Kelly coming to you live from Brunswick, Victoria, stupid old studios. And we, for the first time in over two months, are recording the footy with Broden in Melbourne, if this is your first time listening to the podcast. This is an AFL football podcast that's follow- that predominantly talks about AFL football. We're doing that in the off-season of the men's. Uh, we're going to do this through the whole off-season until we go mad. Mm-hmm. We're making a football podcast. We're making a podcast about content that in a few weeks will entirely be not be covered at all. We've been doing football AFL men's coverage all year. So much to talk about every week. What's Kano said this yeah. week? What's Kane said? What's mm. uh, What ads have come out? But as the year winds down, we've got the W finals coming up. But soon we're going to truly test the mental stability of me and my friend Tom mm. as we talk about football when nothing is happening in football, when there's truly nothing to talk about. Uh, we're recording this today on the 29th of October. There is still a little bit to talk about, but it's just going to get worse and worse. So join us as we truly go mad through the offseason. This will feel like footy classified in about August of 2020. Mm. I actually know in about... When did they... When COVID happened... Yeah. When COVID happened, footy classified. When all the other shows said they tried for like a week or two to cover football when there was no football... And then very slowly, the shows dropped off. 360 said, we actually should stop doing this. Yeah. Um, you know, all the shows started to drop down. But Footy Classified, run by a guy called Hutchie, said, no, 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 no. <laughs> There's more content than ever. So you could turn on Footy Classified in like April, May, when no footy was on of the 2020 COVID year. And they'd just be talking. They'd be doing best ofs. Sunday Footy Show did it as well. Really? And, yeah. And 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 they truly started to go mad. Uh, the Sunday Footy Show famously discovered that they don't need football to do their content. Yeah, of course. And, and you could guess that. Yeah. It actually made their show because they just started to do top ten best ofs, best times that um someone got a severe concussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, that's top, what we do. Yes. Hey, did SEN keep running? Oh, yeah. They, do you know what the one saving grace... Do you not remember this? No, because I think I only listen to SEN in the car, which is a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever... I don't have a radio at home. The one, I don't listen online. There was a magical saving grace for SEN. Yeah. Actually, it was, it, it was nice that it was there, but they, they were truly in trouble. Mm-hmm. They could only talk about the last dance. The Last Dance, right. So, did they just the cover Mike, that ad nauseum? The COVID thing? Michael Jordan <laughs> series, The Last Dance made by ESPN and Netflix. It was a good one. Came out once a week. And that's all that it's anyone talked about. about on SEN is, oh, here it comes. Can't wait till it's on Wednesday. Here it comes. And then the next day, oh, that was a good episode of The Last Dance. There was truly nothing to talk about. I, I think they kept the ponies running, which was outrageous as well, though, didn't they? So, SEN would have had a lot of that going. Yeah. No, they, there was a bit of racing. Yep. But they brought down... There was a lot of not racing as well. It was a very sad time. It wasn't it? 
There was no, no, and there was nothing to talk about. No. What did we do? What did it, did any show, shows came out? So I, I remember personally, I was, <laughs> let's talk about COVID. Do you know, <laughs> I had a meeting the other day with a television network. Yeah. Without naming them. Yeah. I had, a, I had a, ne- a meeting with the executives of a major Hollywood network. Yeah. Organization. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to say who they were. Yeah. And these network executives from Netflix said that the, if you mention COVID, mm. In a, on in any shows, people yeah. stop watching. They don't want to hear about. They don't it. want to hear about it. So should we deep dive on it? Well, that's I'm starting to think. <laughs> that's what's in the back of my head is I shouldn't have started talking <laughs> yeah, about totally. COVID because no, people yeah. don't want to hear about COVID. Of course, no. And I've got a list of shit to talk about, and we're not in COVID anymore. You had COVID the other day. I did. But we. But it's not even news. No, it's not. I had COVID. Two months ago. Yes. Remember I did the podcast with it? Yep, I remember. The more, the more I talk about COVID, the, the worse I think it is. <laughs> but I, I had COVID and I didn't notice it. You had COVID and you didn't notice it. No. But we're both vaccinated. Yes. Heavily boosted and whatnot. Yeah, um, I haven't had a booster in years, but... Uh, I'll do one last COVID thing and then we can move on. little anecdote. Why? Why do you want to move on from COVID? Because it's going to ruin our listenership in the off-season of the AFL men's. Yeah, potentially. But um, I got home yesterday. Yeah. After 55 days away. Yes. Um, ready to ease back into my normal life. Yeah. And my wife is very sick. She got, well, she got COVID. <laughs> She's got COVID. So I came home to a wife incredibly sick. She got sick a, COVID. She got, she's really sick. Yeah. And of course, our main thing is stopping our baby boy from getting sick. Yeah. So has, he, has your boy got COVID? No. So we well not yeah, he doesn't not showing any symptoms. So we've like isolated Alice. So I thought I would come back and be able to ease back into parenting after two months off. No, you and no, I got COVID. Fucking deep dived into nappies and but shit. But that's what being a father <laughs> is, man. It is, exactly. And I thought I'd have this privilege of, you know, easing back into it. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> no, you you've got family COVID. <laughs> Can I just reiterate? It's 2023. It's October 2023. This is not an old podcast. We're just talking about. <laughs> we're just talking, we're just about, talking COVID. about COVID. Yeah. The new normal, they call it. Yeah. The coronavirus. Yeah. Apparently, everyone's got it. Apparently, there's big waves in Melbourne at the moment. Yeah, and this dictator Dan. <laughs> so if you're shutting us down, and you've got COVID, oh, and they reckon all you got to do is wash your hands. Yeah. That's what the word, and they think this could go on for years. Yeah. This has started weird. I think it's because we're back in a, in the studio. We're back in this beautiful studio. We haven't been in here for two months. It does feel like something from six months ago. You've got your Bobby Cola there. Yeah, I got a yeah, I got a co- I, well. I went into Seven Eleven. Yeah. On the way here, and I uh, there was they, you know how they got them thick shake machines. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're good. Well, I was like, I'm gonna bring one in and make you taste test oh, it. Yeah, that'd be so good. But then it 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 broke. Right. And then it didn't blend the ice. So, I was like, I'm gonna get this cola. Because yeah. I haven't had one in a while. They're great. All yeah, can't get natural, low sugar, low cal. Mm. Fuck, I love the footy. Yeah. Let's get into it, Bounce. Or did you want to have more shit to say? No, oh. just saying, like, if, if I seem off, I've had a rough 36 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but you know more than anything that this obscure AFL podcast in the off-season of AFL men's yeah. is the most important thing. Sure, your wife is violently ill with mm. the coronavirus. Yes. Sure, you have a one-week-old baby at home, <laughs> ready, you know, who who needs care. Full-time care. But you're saying the pills. The pills. Think of the 
Tom. Yeah. You know, you, you're like, oh, my child, my wife, yeah. my house. I'm my, jet lagged. I'm jet fucked. Oh. Think of the stinky 22-year-old AFL fans who need their Monday need morning this. AFL podcast in the off-season. Yeah. That's what Think we're of them. For, mate. Think of that accountant. I'm talking about you, accountant. Yeah. I driving hear. to work at your accountancy firm going, I need to listen to football content in the off-season of the men's. AFLW still going. H&R I, Block. Going H&R Block. Mm. Think of him. Yeah, I'm... I'm You're going to let him. him down? No, of course not. And that's why we're here. You want you want to let down... You want to let, let down a consultant from KPMG? Oh, absolutely not. Shout no. Out, shout out to my boys. They... Don't shout out KPMG, boys, <laughs> on this... They're, they're, I have one listening. friend who's a consultant at KPMG, that's all. Think about this. <laughs> the landscapers going to work for the Derebin Council. Oh, how good would that be? They put it in their ear. They go, I've got to hear, listen to the footy content. Yeah, I I've had that. enough of Kano. Yeah, too much Kano. I was so close to bouncing that sting, and you said something. And I now didn't say nothing. You were talking about COVID, man. All this <laughs> COVID talk. All this COVID rubbish. Bounce that sting. This is not the number one agenda, but I did have a question for you. All right, hit me. Have you? Are you across the Mitchell and Ness range? I have never heard of Mitchell and Ness. You... Excuse me? That's your little brother and a character from Nintendo 64 you, or Smash Brothers. You stupid... Beep this. Cunt. <laughs> you don't know what Mitchell and Ness is? Never heard okay, of it. Okay, no. well, for you and for the people at home who might not be aware, the mm-hmm. landscapers, the KPMG, is the tax accountants. Mitchell and Ness is an American sports-related clothing company located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The cool. company was established cool. in 1904 as a sports equipment manufacturer, remains the oldest sporting company in Philly. After several years of making baseball and American football uniforms, the company switched direction in 83 when it decided to recreate vintage mm. jerseys. Nowadays, Mitchell and Ness has license agreements with MLB, NBA, NFL, MLS, MLS soccer, that's soccer, mm. to produce and commercialize vintage sports equi- equipment and casual wear, Tom. So it's a very, in brief, TLDR. Yeah. In brief, it's a very cool sporting brand. Okay. They do cool stuff. You'll yeah. often see the bro, which is what I call myself yeah. when I look in the mirror. You'll often see the bro wearing Mitchell and Ness. Is this a Jimmy Pop, Mitchell and Ness sort of? No, Jimmy Pop no, down no, no, Jimmy Pop. Jimmy Mitchell Pop's and Ness, essentially, Mitchell right? They're just a cool sporting brand, right? right? Okay. Um, and in the AFL traditionally, mm. I think the AFL is known for a couple of things. One, hard hard knocks. Yep. Two, speckies. Yep. Banana goals, right? And number four, some of the worst fan merchandise mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm. If you like AFL, in some ways you are deciding or you are, what's the word, uh, when you get charged with murder? Uh, you are, you are uh, sentencing, sentencing yourself to a lifetime of looking a bit like a knob. Yeah, sure. Okay? Yeah. I'm, I like football and I want to wear football merch. I've got to look a bit like a knob. Yeah. And you've either got to be really smart with fashion to pull it off. It's hard to... But if you look at people like baseball, mm. usually they got to look pretty cool. Right. A baseball fan might, might have a cool jumper on or a cool hat. But what, what are you talking about, like license stuff, or is this actually from the team? So, so Mitchell and this, like licensing No, the they No, they have official stuff. They so, have official stuff, right. So yes. is it the same stuff you could buy at a game? Because it sounds like sometimes, they're doing groovy different stuff. No, like you can at some games and sometimes you got to get it special, you know. Yeah, right. 
but they're official. Like, if you got yeah, a Yankees yeah. thing by Mitchell and Ness, it would be real. Right, okay. So the Yankees are doing, like, their jerseys, and then they're saying Mitchell and Ness make us something groovy as yeah. well. Right, I see. Correct. Yeah. Some brands will have Nike Guernseys, and some brands will have Adidas Guernseys, and yeah. some brands will have Under Armour Guernseys, but they'll all do Mitchell and Ness. Right, as well. Okay. Is my understanding. Right. So, but when you, if you're a football, like an EPL fan. Yeah. You'll get a cool Manchester United Guernsey that you can wear and there'll be cool adjacent merch that you can wear. Sure. If you're uh, NFL, once again, cool beanies, cool blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're a bit behind the eight ball. We're a bit in the corner of the world, bit crappy, bit, you know, it's always been a bit shit. Yeah. And the quality of the, of the clothes you get has always been a bit shit. Yeah. Late last year, there was great news is that Mitchell and Ness, Australia, mm. had secured a deal with the AFL. Right. So I want you to get up your phone now and I want you to look up the Mitchell and Ness AFL merchandise range. And I'll do the same. And if you're listening at home, I want you to do the same as well. If not, don't worry. I will describe it to you. If you're on the whippersnipper because you're a lands- you're a Jim's mowing landscaper and you're listening to me do, you know, AFL discussion, that's <laughs> totally fine. But I want us to talk through. Can I tell a very quick anecdote? Please, please, please. While you're doing this. When we went to Philadelphia not a few weeks ago, I made a point to buy as much 76ers merch because I go for the 76ers as humanly possible. Yeah. I uh, went down there with cash in my hand Mm -hmm. and I was, I'm going to buy jumpers and shirts and hats and, you know. And I got in there and uh, I had an Australian accent and I was like, where's your 76ers merch? I was like, oh, I'll get it out for you. Really nice customer service there. This is the home of Mitchell and S, right? Yeah. And so I get a jumper. I'm like, I'm getting this. All these hats, I'm getting them. Um, and a t-shirt and my hell yeah and he's like what are you doing here man I was like well I'm a performer comedian down the road you know this he's like oh would I know your stuff got to talking and then he uh, searched me on Instagram and saw that I had some followers had had some followers and um, he was like yo yo my bro (laughs) Uh, I'm not gonna do any accents he said yo yo my bro he was white yo yo my bro Uh, if you want to do a little story for us my bro my man Mm mm-hmm Let's, let's give you like a 50% discount on all of this. And I was like... It's pretty good. I was like, this would would have been in the range of 350 to 400 American dollars, the yeah. amount of stuff I was buying. And I could get it for what... T- I think I got it for 200. Yeah, which is and still I a said, huge amount I'll do, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. So there's, there was for a brief st- a day on the US Mitchell and Ness <laughs> thing, Instagram. me standing there in like shorts. Yeah. With my pale legs out and maybe like some, I don't know, just looked like normal. I'm like, yo, yo, it's Broden Kelly from Auntie Donna here with my boys <laughs> at Mitchell and Ness Philly. Trust the process sixes. And like, yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and then I got the, and then I was like, I didn't want to show anyone that. So I didn't share it, but I did it. Yeah, you did well. But so now I want to genuinely, it was embarrassing is why I'm saying that. I'm not saying that to brag in any way. It was because it was embarrassing for a hundred, for a couple of hundred bucks. I was willing to debase myself is essentially sure. what I'm saying. I, I've seen this merch all over the shop, right? This is, so they've done their first rollout. This is a release. They've done their first rollout of AFL Mitchell and Ness merch. Just, just recently? Yes. And right. it's selling out quickly. Because I thought I'd seen this Colling- the Collingwood stuff specifically around. So there's uh, the AFL and other brands have tried this. So they're doing like a, hey, remember the 90s? Mm. Remember the early 2000s? You can wear this shit. It looks like it's from then. 
So for the Collingwood one, they've got their old logo. The Bulldogs one, they've got their old logo. It says Bulldogs, Saints. Yeah. What When you look at that, what's your initial reaction to this? Um, um, are we being honest here? Yeah, I want you to go for broke. This is something that I... So I have zero fashion sense. Would you agree? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about your breathable shirts. Yeah, so I, I only wear linen shirts because they're breathable and they're light. Your whole life? Yeah, no. So I only started wearing them last year because I used to think that T-shirts were the coolest temperature um, apparel you could wear. And then one day I went to a wedding and wore a white linen shirt and it was so cool and so breezy that I turned my whole life around. Mm -hmm. So now I only wear Johnny Big linen shirts. But, Broden, this screams to me what I would assume people would think is cool. Which yeah. means I don't think it's cool. I think it's a very cowardly first approach yeah. into this, right? Because it's just the same shit that, you know, Dockers. It looks like, like, like primary school kid stuff. Yeah, but that's the vibe, mate. Is it? That's the vibe. You want to be like a 24-year-old boy. You've just been in Fitzroy at a, at a birthday party. Yeah. You know, you've been drinking with your boys. Yeah. You've maybe got a second-hand hat on. Yeah. You know, you've got some... Um, You've got some Chuck, no, not Chucks, maybe Chuck Converse shoes yeah. on. Maybe you've got a, um, like a, like a secondhand pair of, um, oh, vol vol volleys. Dunlop, oh, yeah. You know, you're yeah, very, yeah. you're very cool. You probably went to a private school, but you're trying to dress down. Yeah, of course. You wear this to the footy because you don't want to look sincere. You don't want to wear a brand new jacket or something. You want to look a bit cool. Totally. But, but my attack on Mitchell and Ness yeah. is they were supposed to be the arrival of cool merchandise for the AFL. Yeah. And this would have been cool a decade ago. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Or yeah. maybe five to six years ago. These big logos feel like really, like they're trying to make a bold statement. But I, if you look at what Queensland, Queensland FC is doing, simple, yes. you know, just a great nice point. stuff. You know? Queen, Ken at Queensland FC is showing Mitchell and Ness how to fuck. Yeah, I think so, genuinely. And, he's, and he'd be fucking them. Yeah. Now, Tom, just a little interjection here. Yeah, sure. I've been sitting on the Mitchell and Ness website now for five minutes or so. Yeah. And customer experience has come up with a live chat. And they've yep. said, hi, we've noticed you're checking out our range. <laughs> yeah. Please let us know if we can help. So I've written back, hey, Tom s says he only wears linen shirts. You got linen shirts? Question mark. Great. What are they saying? Thanks for your message. Please wait a moment while our agents attend to you. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of people who want Mitchell, Mitchell and Ness. Yeah. You, well, I'm number one in the queue. Brian joined the chat. What's Brian got to say? Yes. What I, I, yeah. <laughs> Can you take us through while I reply to Brian? Sure. So what I really like is the ones I do like are the American style Tigers, Richmond Tigers button collared sweater. That looks very like collegey, but I wonder if people would like to wear that because it, maybe it, it appears too collegey. But really like the, it's very wide and big logos that fill up most of the t-shirt yes and i think they've tried to be out there and different by doing that uh, and maybe some people do think it's cool but for me it screams like irony or like we're trying to be ironic and it's just a very it's very loud yeah it is loud but it's fun this is what the kids are wearing to be honest man yeah i looked at this this morning and yeah. i felt a bit oh this is a bit shit um, you know, it's, you know, but then I saw the Melbourne one. I was like, well, I'm going to buy that. Even though I think it's a five out of 10, yeah. I was like, I'm going to buy that. I like the Suns one. The Suns one is sick. The Suns one. Because Suns, be, yeah, the Suns have no vintage, right? Yeah. They don't have a history. No. So they've kind of gone a bit more like 90s Gold Coast um, Ken Doan art style. Yeah. And it's fucking sick. But I think Ken 
from Queensland FC should be fucking going at them because that is a mirror image of what, what he did. What yeah. he did. But like, then he got in trouble exactly for using those. Okay, so <laughs> I've, written, I've written to Brian, the customer service for Michelin Ness Australia. Okay, what's Brian got to say? I wrote to him. I said, hi, Brian. I wrote, I added because yeah. he was started to, are you looking for a specific team? Sure, yeah, so yeah. I just wrote, hi, Brian. I'm looking, I'm re- oh, sorry. Hi, Brian. I'm recording a live AFL podcast right now. It's called The Footy with Broden Kelly. Would you care to comment on how Mitchell and Ness came about creating this range? What was the concept? Will there be more <laughs> campaigns coming shortly? And, and now he's typing. Okay, great. So we're going to, folks, we are getting the live, up-to-date information from Brian, the customer support for Mitchell and Ness. Yeah, the Demon's jumper is quite nice. It's quite a nice blue. Yes. And, and it's simple, really. It yes. doesn't take up too much of the top. Yes, it's very hipster. If I can use an out-of-date like word. It's like the Tigers 1973 Premier's one. It's just If I can use an up-to-date word, yeah. it's not very riz. I don't know what that means. I think it just means flirty. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah, I cool. could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure riz just means flirty. Yeah. Is there something from every team? It doesn't no. seem like there is. No, they've just picked a core selection of teams. The free Mantle one, I think, is very cool. It's the usual suspects. So the question I want to ask you as okay, we're waiting yeah, for Brian sure, sure, sure. is... For cool, yeah. and you are the king of cool, Mr. Obviously, Linen. Yeah. Mr. Linen, the king of cool, literally. Oh, hang on. Wow, that's great. I may not be the best person to talk to about that, but we can coordinate with it, this with our team and give you an update. <laughs> no problems. We're recording right n- now. So the sooner, the better. <laughs> um, uh, so, essentially, what would you do yeah. As the king of cool. Yeah. What would the merchandise you do, you're doing be? Okay. I hate to talk business here, right, Brody? Yeah. But what we've always sort of tried to do with Auntie Donna, which I resonated to recently, is make cool bits of merch that are not necessarily Auntie Donna adjacent. No, they are. Do you get what I'm saying? You can probably explain this better. But rather than, you know how you would do like a tour shirt that screams, it's an Auntie Donna tour shirt and it has all the dates on it. Mm-hmm. We think that's not as cool as something that, oh, that's a groovy t-shirt. What, what t-shirt's that? Oh, it's a band t-shirt or a comedy group t-shirt, you know? So it's first a cool t-shirt. Secondly, a, a, merch, a piece of merchandise. Correct. That's what they're doing here. No, it's not because it's power as big as you possibly can with a giant fucking but that's cool well see I would rather a t-shirt that's just like Queensland FC it's just like looks like a nice cool jumper and you're like that's a groovy jumper and then you notice secondarily that it's a cool piece of merch you know what I mean but these are cool I think no I'm not I I, I wouldn't know (laughs) I wouldn't know but yeah I don't know I don't love the I think they're doing this ironically right yes yeah no, it's not. It's it's kind, but fashion is, fashion is kind of ironic. And like you said, these will sell well, I think, and you'll see a lot. They're of They're cool sold out. People. All these, I'm looking at them. They're all sold out. Yeah, and a lot of cool people will wear will wear these around. For I sure. think these. I was expecting Mitchell and Ness to be groundbreaking, right? And there's a lot of merchandise people in Australia already out there who are doing cool shit already. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that they would be surpassing them. The AFL already did a little bit of this sort of remember the 90s kind of Yeah, totally. I want to see them go for broke. The- yeah, I'd love to see just like supporting your club, wearing your club's colours, but not screaming 
you know, calm the Gold Coast Suns. Do you know what They've I mean? They've done a hoodie, right, for yeah. Collingwood. I, I actually like that one. That's my The Collingwood one. Magpies Vintage Crest hoodie. Yeah, yeah that's uh, my favourite one. It is, Tom, I think that is the worst piece of fucking merchandise I have <laughs> ever seen. See, Tom. I think that Tiger's one is, it's, it's, is awful. It's a black hoodie, yeah. and it's got the Collingwood logo, and it's kind of worn. Yeah. A little bit worn, right? Tom, you could fucking buy that at Big W with ACDC written on it yeah. for $4. It is $120. Yeah. Mitchell and Ness are robbing, robbing them. Hey, on, Brian got back to me. He said, with regards to Rangers, please follow this link and sign up to get the, greatest ra- the latest Rangers. I said, okay, but do you have any scoops for this cool podcast, The Footy with Broden Kelly? He sent me a link and said, sadly, mate, I could not comment on that since I'm not the right person to provide the information. He just doesn't want to get fired, Brian. So I look at the Brisbane Lions exploding ball tee. And I just think that's that's so out there and outrageous and in your face that I don't like it. But maybe someone with a cool sense of fashion and a and a cool sense of uh, a cool sense of confidence about them could wear that and pull it off as a fashion piece. I um, I was just a bit disappointed. That's all I'm going to say. But let's stand with bated breath to see if they bring out some cool new merch. Yeah, hit that stick. This game is called Tales from the AFL subreddit, Tom. Okay. This was made... I love this. I read this today and I thought it was the best fucking thing, so I'm going to bring it to you now. It's made by our wonderful friends at Quizmeisters. The best place to have a quiz all around this country. Yes. There are 150 shows a week. Quizmeisters is Australia's most popular and least shit trivia. Head to quizmeisters.com forward slash the 40 to find your nearest venue. Or to book a show, and we've had a few people have done it, and they're having the, and they're just they're just quizzed out of their friggin' minds. Mm. I genuinely, few people have. So thank you for doing that. That keeps this keeps the lights on. Lol, lol, lol. This so this is essentially Tom. Fill in the blank that's missing from this comment on the AFL subreddit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You look. You need to replace one word in here. Okay. This is the Reddit post. Have you turned down dating someone because of the team they follow? Yeah. Someone wrote. From a Richmond supporter, yep, I was 19, she was 23, and gorgeous. Mm. Found out after we hooked up that she's a blank fan. Yeah. She went from an 11 to a real three real quick. Wow, that is brutal. I mean, first gut is Collingwood, obviously, because everyone hates Collingwood, easy target. But I'm trying to think, like, who do Richmond fans actually hate you know what i mean like is there a richmond it could be like a richmond carlton it's collingwood thing. it was collingwood, it was collingwood? Okay, great. and the only one that you i think you should break up with collingwood people they should be alone <laughs> and sad <laughs> i think i genuinely i think if you're even if you're like if your grandfather who you love goes for collingwood you should um put him in a home one of the bad ones and leave them there number two <laughs> this is three words okay should teams blank before the end of the game, like if a team is up by a few goals at half or three quarter time and they don't think they can lose, should they go down to the rooms and blank? Would save some time after the game for the players to beat the traffic. Wow. that I mean, this is obviously tongue in cheek, right? Um, I don't know. It's just a comment from subreddit. The you, AFL subreddit. Can you read again? Only cool people are on... Well-balanced, cool people live on Reddit. Yeah, I agree. You have to read it again. It's gone out of my head. Should t- The post was called, should teams blank before the end of the game? Yeah. Like if a team is up by a few goals at half or three-quarter time and they don't think they can lose, should they go down to the rooms and blank? Would save some time after the game for players to beat the traffic. 
So what are you doing on field and in the rooms? I guess like shake hands or... If a or team is up by a few goals at three or half com- quarter time and they don't think they can lose, should they go down to the rooms and blank? I mean, give up? If their team is up by a few goals yeah. at half or three quarter time yeah. and don't think they can lose, don't oh, think, don't they, think can they can lose. lose. Sing the song? Correct. That's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> You're doing well, Tom. Well, it's very hard to keep sentences that long in my head. It would be easier if I could see it, you know? Yes. Question number three. This yeah. is two words. Sure. It's names. Yeah. This is a comment. The hate on blank is solely due to him sounding looking nerdish. Looking nerdish. The same with Jared Waitley. If they had not looked nerdy, everyone would love them. This is because most AFL fans are shallow jocks who would have socially shunned or beat up nerds in school thinking they were too cool for them and have taken this mentality into adult life. Not, not entirely wrong, but I'm going to guess Damien Barrett and he does deserve it. Incorrect and okay. <laughs> Incorrect. I'm talking about the, 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 the crap he gets online, not any actual bullying. <laughs> you, you, did you just say you want to bash Damien Barrett? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Fair enough. No, no, not at no, all. No, not at all. Um, no, if it wasn't Damien Barrett, who else looks nerdy? Um, and it's not Jared Waitley because Jared Waitley is in the comment. Yeah, I don't think Jared Waitley looks nerdy, actually. I think he oh, looks are just you, like a... Are like you joking? A, he looks like a dad. Like, I think you know what I mean? He is the nerdiest person in the AFL. He might be, but I don't think he looks If like nerd it. equals smart... I, I was thinking stereotype. When you think of stereotype nerd, what do you think? Like glasses and... And I don't know, like, if you're stereotyping someone as a nerd, I think, like, um, computers and gadgets and stuff, you know? All right, who else has glasses? <laughs> so, Damien Barrett. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other nerds. It is full of... The media landscape's full of, full of ex-players. Do you give up? Yeah, I give up. Andy Ma. Andy Ma. Yeah, see, I don't think he looks nerdy either. I guess he does, but, yeah, I feel like... Dads are different to nerds. Do you agree with that sentiment? That I mean, Andy Marr shouldn't be AFL disliked f- by anyone. Al- AFL fans are sell- shallow jocks who would have been socially shunned or beat up nerds in school, thinking they were too cool for them, and have taken this mentality into adult life. Yes. Yeah. I, I, Do you think that's true? I think partly for sure. There's always going to be that element of society, isn't it? But I think, um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Andy Marr should be disliked by anybody. Like he's such a warm. He was. He was person. for a while. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. No, I, I don't I think love, it's fair. Either. I love Andy Marr. Yeah, and it could definitely be because of like of of what they've suggested for sure. I wouldn't. If you bullied Andy Marr, he's just a nice guy, nice positive guy. Exactly. You know, like I I, I struggle to understand. But there why. are. Do you know what? And this might be offensive, or even be surprising to some. I I think a lot of fans of AFL are. Um, absolute monsters. Yeah, it, it does certainly bring out the the worst. There's just some really people, and there's some you know, and then there's normal people who like AFL totally, too. But like there's us. a lot of people who are like, well, some of us. Yeah, uh, there are uh, <laughs> what there are some AFL fans who need to go to therapy. Yes, correct, no doubt. And there's most prominently shown when supporting their team. Yes, and and you jump on Facebook or Reddit. Yes, that's right. <laughs> this is the next one. It's two words, and it's also a name. Prediction. Over time, Blank's 2020 GF performance will be looked upon similarly to how we view Ablett's Ablett Senior's 1989 GF performance will become part of footy folklore. Okay. So who was... 2020 was the year of COVID, Tom. 
Right. The 9-11 of our era. So was that the Tigers Premiership or the Melbourne Premiership? It was the Tigers Premiership against the Geelong Cats at the Gabatois. Right. And, um, and Tigers won. They won the game by kicking more goals. Yeah. So, so when Featured they... in the Prime AFL series. Yes. AF Amazon Prime. Great series. I enjoyed it. So when they're talking about... So they're obviously talking about someone from Geelong because they were the losing team. So someone who killed it on that day? It's a famous series because Stuart Jew said, show a bit of fucking fight. Yeah, he did. So someone who was on the losing side and did an amazing job, but lost. No. Why not? Isn't that the, isn't Gary Abbott lose the 89 okay. final? Yeah, that's fair. That's the whole thing, right? That's an interesting thought process you've done. That's like, that's the, That was like my only thought process. Like if it's going to be go down like Gary Ablett did, then it has to be on the losing team, right? It isn't. <laughs> then it makes no sense to post that. It's Dustin Martin. <laughs> yeah, that makes zero I think, sense. I think they're just talking about a really good grand final performance. <laughs> yeah, right. I think the thing that defines the Ablett one is the fact that he was on the losing team. Like, yes. Yeah. I don't know this subreddit guy's name, yeah. but you know, he should have, you should have a word with him. I should, yeah. No, no. If, you, if they were just phrased it as like, it's going to go down as one of the best grand final performances of all time, Dusty would have come to mind straight away. Last question. Yeah. Guess the team this Reddit post is about. Okay. You know I'm just about tired of this sub sleeping on mm -hmm. blank. Yeah. It's so infuriating that this sub doesn't truly understand just how fucking amazing they are. Yeah. And as a loyal and diehard lifelong blank yep. fan, it pisses me off to no end when they completely brush my boys off like they're irrelevant. Whenever someone tries to bring up something positive about is it's the same old bad culture or blank is a druggy what a tosser <laughs> nonsense and i'm fucking tired of it yeah i'm gonna do this as a monologue from here on out sure. i'm gonna use my drama school our boys work their fucking asses off to bring people the best quality football that they can and more often than not they bloody deliver we have one of the best defenders in the afl with blank we have the sexy stud of a man that is blank and we have a fucking specimen of a man that is blank Blank is one of the greatest minds of the current coaching game regime in the comp, and I have no doubt that he'll bring us to the top and deliver us that fucking Premiership Cup. But no. Apparently, we're not. We're going to be number one and twelve by the by by the time the wait. We're going to be the one and twelve <laughs> by the time the buyer rolls around. Absolutely disgusting. All right, so. Oh, this is tough. The drug culture thing really threw me off because I was really thinking about like who, who always gets thrown out drug culture stuff. It called he thinks this person. I'm saying he. That's yeah. a guess. Yeah. Irrelevant. Yeah. Bad culture. Yeah. Druggy. What a yeah. tosser. Yeah. And then let's go through the players in the team. Okay. Great fullback. Did they say? Best defenders in the AFL. Yeah. One of. We have a sexy stud of a man that yeah. is X. Yeah. And we have a fucking specimen man that is X. Yeah. X is one of the greatest minds of the current coaching regime in the comp. Yeah. But we're going to be t 1 and 12. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> so, I think like, I think, I, I was thinking like one of like the West Coast teams, so like Freo or, or West Coast because of the druggy thing. But then obviously the biggest druggy culture thing is the bombers. People always go at them for that. And I think a lot of the stuff you said fits bombers. Because people would say that about Brad Scott. It is very bombersy. 
from our feedback from a year of doing this podcast, yeah. anytime you say anything negative about Essendon, they get they're like, like hey, we don't deserve that. The thing is, I don't think they have like one of the best full backs in the, in the competition that's coming to mind. So that's the only thing that doesn't work or there. any players <laughs> yeah they've got great smaller defenders and one-on-one defenders but like a f- full back not really like you wouldn't call um yeah so maybe <laughs> but yeah and i think they're good too maybe it's um maybe it's carlton incorrect both times okay the answer is the Fremantle dockers right so i was right for my first Oh, damn. What do you I mean? Stuck with, I thought it was a West Coast team originally. Like West Coast oh, or Western, Freya. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so, so who's their fullback? So they're talking about... Alex Pierce. Okay. I think. Yeah. But he's beautiful. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, he's also... He yeah. could be that we've got a stud of a man. Yeah, we've got, they've got good defenders, like for sure. That's one of their... Um, and Nathan Fife would be the stud points. of a man. You reckon? He's gorgeous. Yeah, totally. But they've hey. got a lot of other beautiful players. I mean... Yeah, it could be many. They're beautiful team. I don't know how they think that Longmuir is um, one, one of the, of the coaches. Yeah, like he hasn't really shown much. I mean, he, he got them ahead of schedule and then has regressed. So that makes it all the more harsher for them. This person might be wrong at some point. Right, but potentially, yeah, they could be wrong. There you go, Tom. You did really badly. Yeah, thank That's you. That's why I liked that quiz. It was really hard for you. The other week, you just kept dominating. Yeah. And so I wasn't happy about that. Quizmasters also do custom shows. So if you are keen to ensure the work Christmas party or your next birthday doesn't suck, they'll sing you. They'll sling you 10% off with the code BALANCELEDPILL because that's what we say on this show. Yeah. Quizmasters.com forward slash the footy. I want you now, Tom, to hit that sting. Let's uh, check in for the first time on the AFL tipping, Tom. Okay. The AFLW tipping. Okay. I, I have a confession to make. Yep. I did bad on the first week. Yeah. And there's only 10 rounds. So I decided that I was going to tank again. So I <laughs> okay. am now huh? out of our team, out of our, I think we, how many players are in this competition? We've got about 400 and I'm, I'm uh, oh, we've got 385. I'm 301. So because it's a bit more of a volatile industry where you genuinely on the bottom half can't predict who's worse than the other worst team. Yeah. It's still quite hard to tip out. Yep. I got three last week. And so I'm on 301 out of 385. Where are you? I have not done it once since we did it on the pod. Well, that's I really bad. completely forgot about tipping. This is what happened with the men's. If we didn't do it every week on this podcast, I would never remember to tip. <laughs> that is really bad. How have I gone? I'm, my we, total might, score... Might have to do a public embarrassment for you, like a whipping or, a, or a, something, something like Yeah, that. I think that's fair. Maybe I flick you in the nuts. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I'm, I'm still miraculously 282nd out of 385. Well, that's good. You're doing better than me. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Stephen L, the slound, is winning. He's got 60 right. Ryan M behind him is second. Riley G. Alex, Arthur, William, Samuel. I'm seeing all of you and you're doing well. Doing very well. Yes, very good. So that's the good. Let's have a look at the AFL ladder while we're here. Yeah. Because um, there's, it's looking rough for the Suns. It's been a fantastic week of AFLW, I have to say. Yeah. The two games that I've watched today... Whereas another game comes down to the fucking wire as in front of us right now is Hawthorne and Port Adelaide, who are towards the bottom of the ladder, are fighting it out. Hawthorne look dope. They're one point up right now with eight minutes left, but we'll get back to that. The games that matter. Yeah. North needed to win today yeah. um, to get into the top two or to keep, keep level with top two. And they fucking lost with a goal with a minute left. And Adelaide Crows have broken level with the Ds but are behind by about 60, 60, 
seven yeah. percent. So there's no chance that they can uh, get ahead of us unless we lose to Brisbane next next week. Yeah, which is where the grand final happened in fucking rural rural Queensland. So that's a challenge. Outrageous percentage. Here's the ladder. <laughs> Melbourne Demons. We look unbeatable despite the fact we lost to the Adelaide Crows. Yeah. We look we put Frio came over and we just they Frio threw everything at us and had no no answers. Yeah. They looked really, really good, but they couldn't get ahead. Adelaide Crows today, it is one of the we've talked about it the other week. But Sydney Swans have the best vibe in the AFLW, but the Adelaide Crows, who have been good since the AFLW started put on at Norwood just the coolest energy it's so good there's some AFLW games where you're like there is no one there it's really bad vibes the AFLW Crows Norwood energy was fucking outstanding Mm -hmm. so just screaming and carrying it was a really 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 cool game to the point where I would suggest you go and watch the highlights of it North I think as a football team they are so good. Emma Kearney, they've got Jazzy Garner, who is mm-hmm. potentially the best player in the AFLW. They're missing like five positions with really good players. I'm not going to name some, but there's some players on that team who let down the rest of the women so badly Yeah, in very important positions. And then Brisbane are at number four. They've won. They're equal with North. Essendon, right, who are a developing team. Marnie Vinyl can talk to you about this. Essendon are going to play bloody finals. They won yesterday. They look fantastic. And also Gold Coast are there. Yeah, so Gold Coast needs to beat Essendon next week to make the finals unless or go- Geelong... To, to Sydney, guarantee, yeah. Well, unless, yeah, Geelong, Sydney, St Kilda and Collingwood all lose, right? Yes. Which is just unlikely. And it brings me back to our, that draw against Port, which was just outrageous last week. Um, You're playing at the Great Barrier Reef Stadium. Do you oh, know that? No, I did not know It's that. in Mackay. Oh, right. That's cool. Essendon versus Gold Coast at the Great Barrier Reef Stadium. I, Marnie and I were talking about going. Really? That'll be sick. Yeah, but I can't go. It'll be like, are Gold Coast going to Gold Coast next week or are Essendon going to Essendon next week? Yeah, who's going to out, <laughs> who's going to out culture their culture? Our culture, the culture. But I just feel like, yeah, it's a must win and I feel like it's just, this happens in the men's all the time. It's like, if we just had a beat Port who are one win, one draw. But that's Essendon too. Essendon too, Matty Prasparkas. True, it's Both more just that draw, you know, like the draw is what's brutal, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like if you... It's good, it's good though. You're playing a team that you should be playing. Yeah, that We're is playing, it. Melbourne's playing uh, Brisbane, a team that should be playing. Yeah. It's a good final round in a lot of respects. The other great, the most exciting thing is Geelong should be seventh. Yeah. That's really nice. And then Sydney, Sydney are in the top eight. And they, if you watched, if you see any highlights of this game, it is what the AFLW as an identity should be about. You see this stadium in the suburbs of Sydney, crowd just fucking full. Yeah. Food trucks and just energy and fireworks, pride fireworks going off. It's the place to be on a Sunday afternoon. That's what the AFLW should be. It's never going to have, or it's not, it, in short term, it's not going to have 50,000 people sold out at the MCG. It's just not going to be in the short term. But what it is going to be, is the place to spend your weekends. Yeah. The Sydney are killing it. Yeah, totally. the, the team itself is actually killing it and then the the cult the, the club itself is dominating. So it's really good. Do you know where Henson Park is? No. Is that a Sydney location? That's where the, the where they seem to be playing their games. And yeah, it looked like an absolute vibe. I wonder if it's in an easier place to get to as well. It's in Marrickville. Yeah, see yeah, how cool is I that? I think that's so much better, right? Cool as fuck. That's much easier for a lot of people to get to than 
than the SCG as well because the SCG is sort of in the middle of nowhere. It's true. So I like and that. Just what, I'm, what it tells me is that Sydney people are up for a vibe. Yeah, and you can get in the food trucks and do all that fun stuff because there's heaps of room there. Yeah, it's the Victoria Park down here uh, yes, energy, you know exactly what I mean? exactly right, yeah. More of that. I mean, that's what's, as we sit here right now, the same is happening in front of us in Port Adelaide, I think. Oh, there is, where Look is this? those going? coastal views. That's beautiful. Yeah, what, what ground is this? I don't know, but KFC delivers Chemist Warehouse, Brad. Are you just looking at things? The advertising's working on me. Oh, it's at Frankston, Brad. Is it Franger? Yeah. Yeah, nice. That's cool as. Why Hawthorne <laughs> playing in Franger? Oh, that's where they're moving down there. Yeah, they're moving really far down, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Why Why would anyone move to Franger? I don't know. I, I, like, surely this has, like, such big... When St Kilda moved and everyone hated all the players hated it vibes, right? Yes. Yeah, and Hawthorne's just doing the exact same thing. But they're, they're really rich and they're doing rich people things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just when I saw the location, I think after we talked to... Um, uh, Max Lynch After we talked to Max Lynch I went and had a look And I, I didn't believe it It feels like so far away I guess well, if, that's, yeah. the, that's the magic of East Link Tom And, pen- <laughs> and Peninsula Link Is these just, things Aren't as far away As you'd think Certainly from the, the uh, Yeah the, the northern suburbs No So I just want to say In, in closing we're, we're primed for a really good Final week It's been a, uh, a nice season And it's going to line up So if this is the top eight, I'd, I'd think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think the ladder's in that position um, where, yeah, like four or five teams could it's make it. four in a state and four Victorian. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, there's going to be some match-watch games as well. Yes, and yeah. we're going to be here for it. I'm going to go to them. I can't go to any of the um, the Melbourne games next week, so I feel like, if there, are there any games at Icon Park next week? Let's have a look. So you could go watch um, Cats Hawthorne at GMHBA, Braden. I know you'd like I'd rather cut my head off. Uh, there's a Witten Oval. Yes, North that's a vibe. versus Bulldogs. If Bulldogs went so rubbish. Bulldogs suck and they won this week. Yeah. You they, know what they, What else is crazy, Broden? What? Sorry to interrupt you. Go. No, go. I was just going to say, the Eagles fired that dog coach after he Did said, they? said those dog things. Yeah. Matty Pryor got fired this week while we were on a flight. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, he got fired, which um, after talking to Marnie last week, I was like, why hasn't he been fired yet? <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe we did it. Yeah, we did it. Like they really fired that guy, Michael Pryor. Well, he's resigned as coach of West Coast. He's resigned. You know, inverted commas. I think there's no doubt that he was. Asked he, to they've leave. just won five of twenty-eight games. How does he get fired before Adam Simpson? West Coast confirmed Pryor's exit from the coaching role in a statement on Wednesday with assistant coach Rowan McHugh to take the reins of the final two matches. Yeah, no, he did say a lot of the wrong stuff. He did say awful stuff. So I think that's good. Yeah. Out you go. All right. Hit that spin. NBA season started a few days ago, Thomas. The NBA season, the National Basketball Association. I just wanted to talk about... uh, So for those of you who don't follow NBA, um, good on you, I guess. But there is a guy. I've talked about him on this podcast before, but his name is Victor Wembanyama. 19 years old, Thomas. Yeah. He's 48 feet nine. Mm-hmm. He's as fast as a leopard. Mm-hmm. I think they're fast. And he's a really good, really skilled player. Yeah. And he, he, uh, he, can, he, he can stretch. Have you seen the videos of him stretching? Yes, it's insane. What does he do? Like, he looks really stretchy and flexible. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, to, to <laughs> explain to the audience how he stretches. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You've seen the videos, yes? Yeah, I think so. You've linked me videos of him stretching. Yes, it's, describe it to the I, audience. No, you, I'm sorry. Because you're good at description. <laughs> no, 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 I do not know what you're talking about. He just lays down and he reaches, he bends his he bends his back and stuff and then he touches, he puts his hands all the way, like a kilometre away like to his heels. Like past his, 
Yeah. I can't do that as a six foot foot. No, I can't. But I can't do that either. It's just incredible. Yes. And it says, and apparently they kept him in a hyperbaric chamber. Mm-hmm. Not really, but in a way. Like they made yeah. him sleep when he was growing. They made him sleep like 12 hours a day. Yeah. They were very careful to try and prevent all the things that make tall people injured. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he's immediately started in the NBA and is looking like he's going to be the next LeBron James and Michael Jordan in, in, in how powerful his impact on the NBA is going to be. It's yeah. really, really exciting. So my question to you yes. is, if what kind of AFL player would you have to create to, to come in on this level? Mm. Because everything this guy does kind of destroys the core of the NBA is that if you're really tall, you can't be fast. And if you're really small, you can sh- you, ha- you can shoot, but you can't get rebounds. There's Correct, certain yeah. things that if you are something, you're weak, you're deficient in another yeah. area. And uh, basically what this guy is, is so good in every element of the sport. He has no real deficiencies yeah. that it ruins the basketball game. Yeah. And even like you can't take a three while he's on yes. the court because he can cover from baseline to the three-point line. He can come from about, genuinely from maybe five metres, five, six, seven, eight, maybe ten metres away and block someone just shooting normally. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Three-pointers. Shouldn't be allowed. Three-pointers are very rarely blocked. I think in all my time watching NBA, I've only seen it a handful of times. So how, what's the AFL player that would be the equivalent of Wembenyana and what like to make, have it, what would we need to see? So my genuine vibe is like, they don't, they, it, 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 no single player on an AFL team can be as impactful as a single player on it. NBA team, so putting that out there. Yes. Um, but if someone was as impact, impactful would just mean, like in stat numbers, it'd be five goals. 40 disposals. 40 disposals. 20 tackles. Intercept marks and like meters gained and shit would yeah. be. I, I think like, I think the clearest like denomination would be like a full forward who's come into the, come into the league at seven foot tall, can run a hundred meters in 12 seconds and... You know, is already a bigger body as yes. well. Like, imagine like a Mason Cox with amazing AFL skills mm-hmm. coming in that big and that ready to play yes. at 18. I think <laughs> the closest we've come to what Wembenyana represents mm. is like Luke Jackson. But if Luke yeah. Jackson was maybe 20, 30% better at everything he does. Yeah, yeah totally. Totally. So- totally. <laughs> totally? Yeah, totally. <laughs> If he, if, if Luke Jackson came in and his whole thing is you've got an extra midfielder because yeah. he's competes in the ruck and then he gets the ball. But if he also, if he tapped it and then was, if, if there was someone as tall as Max Gorn yeah. and then had the speed or the bursting speed of who's the best bursting midfielder in the AFL? Oh, like probably. Um, Neil, Lockie Neil, Neil. Yeah. Ro- Brownlow medalist, Lockie Neil. Yeah. So it would be that, but then also I feel like the third component would be like, is oh, okay, oh, like intercept marking the best. Who's the best like marker in the league? Like a like yeah, like intercept marks. Like maybe like Saad, I think is really good at intercept. Yeah, like right? Saad. Like, oh, yeah, Saad with the marking. Yeah, they can win most marks, and then the speed of a Lockie Neal and the ball use of Lockie Neal. Yeah. And then could kick goals and kick straight. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. It's like there are players who have come in and done outrageous things recently, like Dacos and Sheasel, but they've just very much like slotted into their position and excelled at it. With Wembenyana, it's like 
slotting into the hardest position that takes the longest to develop. Do you know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I keep coming back to, I, in my head, it's also Max Gorn, because you know everyone says if Max Gorn plays at his best, you can't, you, they win. Totally, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's Max Gorn, but with a with a with a bit more mid like with ball skills. Yeah, because Max Gorn has the engine and the marking capacity. Yeah, it's the engine he can outrun you. Yeah. So I would say if the um, let's let's reframe this. What are the three best skills? And if you put them together, you would be the best AFL player. Yeah, totally. So like it could be. I mean, Ruck's interesting, right? Because winning the center tap is like whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But. If you can be a ruckman that also plays as a midfielder like Brady Grundy, yes, can play halfback and intercept like, um, and run all day like Gorney, mm. and then go forward and kick goals like, um, like Suvlaki. Who's that? I've forgotten his name. That's why I called him Suvlaki. Harley Reid. No, 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 <laughs> Suvlaki. Brandon Stimpy. No, 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 Suvlaki. The best forward in the game, Brett. Larky. Larky. Oh, you were you were just you were saying it every time. I was saying it every time. I just couldn't remember. So that's what I'm that's what I'm putting out. So it's a ruckman that is an extra so midfielder. Tall. So an extra midfielder like Brady Grundy, an intercept working defender who can go half back like Gorney does sometimes, and then can go forward and kick goals and take marks like Larky. That is what you would be because if you that is the only unless you took like a defender and had them be an excellent midfielder and also go forward and kick goals. And I think it's the ruck position is the only one where you could have that much impact, I think. Here's the three metrics I reckon that would make the best team, just while you, yeah. while you were putting those together. I think engine. If yeah. you had the best, if you had, who's the best engine in the league? Who's the most, runs the like most? Like Sam Walsh, I think is often talked about. I don't know if he's the best, but Are they that, say he just runs. Ed and runs Langdon and runs as well. As, uh, one, of those, one of those wingers or whatever who just run forever in a game and can outrun anyone. Yep. Marking. Yep. I think that comes into height as well if you're a tall marker. Yeah, if you're a tall if you're tall and can actually, you know, yeah, like mark it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then speed. If you're fast and you can like if you're Sam Walsh with marking and then your speed like fucking I know Lewis Jetta, who's the fastest player in the league now? Yeah, like what's like, that guy there? Curly hair guy? Curly hair guy from for, uh, from Collingwood? From Collingwood. Bo, curly hair guy Bo, from Collingwood. Bo, Bo. Oh, McCreary. Yeah, like oh, a, right, yeah, McCreary yeah. speed and you can intercept. Yeah. And then also um, and you can run forever. I don't know. And then you're and then you're fucking massive. Yeah, and then you go pick one though, and then it's you know the team still loses because they can't get it to you enough. That's the interesting thing about Wembenyanis. He's come in and genuinely made the Spurs like a, a a winning threat every night. That's true, but that's that's the nature of that game. That's the nature of that game. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's what was my interesting, interesting area of discussion. Now, that's all the footy chat and basketball chat. Mm. We've been overseas, so I asked you, Tom, to put together... This is a recap, because we've been overseas. You've been with us every week as we went on this incredible journey. Yeah. While we're overseas, you were with us every week, dear listener, and I thought I'd bring back my top five things... We went to lots of different cities all around the US and uh, England and Canada and Ireland and Scotland. We went lots of different places. And... What were the top five? What? How was the way I framed it for you? Well, it was very confusing, Brayden. So I'm not. 
<laughs> we're all both well, I didn't want to just do I didn't want to do just food or I, I know, I know, do I know. Just... So I'll read what Broden sent me and you guys can tell me if I had every right to be confused. And if it's if you misstep, I'm gonna fucking go you. <laughs> Bring me your top five things about areas of the world, i.e. the food in this city, the public transport in this city, the architecture, etc. etc. Top five things about areas in the world, like the top areas of the world and the best thing about them. Yeah, look what I'd say is once I decoded what you meant, I think I'm on board with you and I think I've got some interesting stuff great we'll go tit for tat great number and, one. Oh, or number five, one now we're gonna start at five Brendan. um and hey we've only gone outrageously positive here Brendan. i don't know about you yeah i didn't say anything negative great so everyone knows that the new york city subway is amazing right yes but what is actually really clever as well because this trip I didn't. I only got the subway once because we were driving a lot because of gear and stuff. The way they did the freeway outside of the city yeah. around the island is really clever because it means you need you just need to get as quickly as you can to a side. Yeah. Then you can travel really quickly and then cut back in. So you got to get out as quick as possible and then get back in. So if you're going like yeah. six blocks in New York, you can get stuck in like traffic for like 50 minutes, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So there's, but, it's surrounded. By, but that's like the ring road. We've got the ring road. Exactly. Here. But it's just like, I just feel like everyone talks about you never want to drive in New York City. The subway is amazing. All that's true. But what I noticed this trip was it's got a very clever freeway system as well. Do you know they copied that off us? Did they? Yes, it's, off based, the it's, ring road. it's based off the ring road. <laughs> I don't know if I believe you. No, uh, why would I lie to you? <laughs> so anyway, point is, it can be like like 50 minutes to go six blocks, right? But if you've got to go up like 60 blocks, it can take like half an hour because you've just got to get yes. out, like, yes. which might take 10 minutes, and then we you're up that. in 10 minutes, and then you come in, might take 10 minutes, and then you're there. As Wayne Kelly once said to me, people come from interstate to look at the, the, the wonder of the Melbourne infrastructure. Yeah, right. So... Look, I haven't got it on my list, but yeah. I'm, I want to say the Melbourne Ring Road. I think it's one of the most magical... What you're saying, I just go boring, the Ring Road. It's close. The Ring Road's close, and but when, it when the, as well because it's not a grid. When thing, the you know? tunnel's done in 3048, yeah. you'll be able to go all the way around. But wouldn't you agree that when you go to New York, you're just like, this is a wonder of, well, of I, forward-thinking city planning? Uh, I think the subway is... Yeah, I think I think the subway is. I think it's become so overpopulated that it's a bad place to be. Yeah, right. But I will say about New York, Matthew Perry died. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. I didn't watch Friends, but you know that's, he was really. Yeah, I rich. didn't watch Friends. Either, he was so. rich. Yeah, right. Um, that's not what I'm saying. That was not in my top five. <laughs> the food in New York on uh, after being away for two months and going to lots and lots of cities, New York has the best food culture. Yeah, right. So, and the top three, the top four things that I had there, they were unbeaten anywhere else in the world. Sure. The, every food I had there was just miles and miles above every other city. Ramen I had there was poor. Did you have Ivan Ramen? Yes. Oh, wow. Ivan Ramen is in Netflix. It's in Chef's Table. Pizza everywhere, obviously. Yeah, Everyone too. knows New York pizza, but it was poor. Yeah. So good. Here's something I'd love to happen in Melbourne And message me with your special bagel places But know this You're going to say Broden you're wrong about this But I'm right There's no good bagels in Melbourne No I don't think so The bagels that are made in New York City Are just mind bogglingly delicious And if we were And if there's not enough people Taking this, this shit seriously And making good bagels here mm. And I know there's The Jewish communities are making fantastic ones Down in Balaclava Yeah there's some all around the place. They're, they're all shit. 
Okay, no one, and there's they they have forty different cream cheeses. Yeah, yeah, like jalapeno, jalapeno, creamed, Mm. (laughs) creamed cream cheese. I blueberry, strawberry, peanut butter, Mm. birthday cake flavored cream, and then like nine different bagels. Everything bagels, sesame seed bagels, cinnamon raisin bagels, and they're all incredible and i'm so sad that i can't have them here i think well new yorkers or what i've heard is new yorkers say it's the water they yeah, say that's, that's what makes it special sh- but me who is not a biomechanist yeah. is not a, a a cook is not a water guy that's bullshit <laughs> that's complete bullshit well i mean some of it would be culture it's and culture yeah and like developing the recipes over years and perfecting it but yeah the other thing is the coffee there is the best coffee I had on the trip. Well, so, so is this your number five? No, this is just my... This is my... New York had pizza, ramen, bagels, and coffee that was outstanding and beat right, everywhere else. Right. There's this chain in, in New York called uh, Bluestone Cafe, yeah. which is created by an Australian, and uh, they did pretty good coffee, but... Uh, yeah, they, they also, at the airport, there was a Bluestone coffee at the airport, and I was like, great, Melbourne coffee, and it was a fucking... The, the barista pressed a button yeah and I was like this is I'm as a Melbourneian I'm offended I sent this to a barista this morning yeah I thought the Melbourne loves its coffee thing was like a joke no. but in, overseas people treat it like you know Italians to pizza or you know fucking Mexican yeah, people do. to burritos like yeah. they're a, they make it properly when you talk overseas if you say Australian coffee it's kind of considered the best coffee. Yeah. It's not a... I thought that was an us being self we're awesome thing. But we really are. It's awesome. That's cool. So was that your number five? I'm so confused. Or was that just a response to my number five? No, that was my number five. Oh, right. It just both happened to be about New York. Give me your number four. Okay. So I had... <laughs> I really wanted to include something from the UK. So I said the UK countryside. Like we caught a lot of trains in the UK yep. and it generally is beautiful. Like I could catch a train from London to Edinburgh and just look out the window the whole way. Nice, beautiful area, yes. Yeah. Okay, so you'd say it had the best geography of any place you went? I would say that that is like, I, well, I mean, I remember fondly catching a train from New York to Boston and enjoying the city views as well. But I think the UK just has that oh, fair. jump on a train culture, enough, you know? Fair enough. I had the London public transport. Yeah. I think it beats, or maybe just beats, New York. Yeah, that was made badly. Was made um, by people who weren't being paid. I believe slaves. Oh, right. I believe. I haven't looked that up. Yeah, it's a bad history. I believe. For yeah, the, for the uh, tube, but the infrastructure of UK is fucked. Is that you can get on a subway or, or, a, or the tube anywhere. Yeah, and it's uh, beautifully set up. Number three for you. Okay, I had the um, the markets in Philly, the fresh food markets in Philly. Yes. I think I went to the Reading Terminal Market on accident. So bo- I've been to Philly twice, right? And both times I've looked for food, gone for a walk and found the Reading Terminal Market. And I think there is more good food in the Reading Terminal Market than Australia. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's out. They're outrageous. very near Amish like, people it's, there. It's amazing. Like it, it's the fresh food markets. Do it. Go to Philly and go. Number three for me, I love the suburban nature of football in the UK. It's the closest Mm. to what we have here. But in every suburb, just about, it feels like there is a soccer team that is deeply loved and and there is a you can there's a stadium for every suburb and it's sold out every weekend. And we lost that here by centralizing where all the AFL teams are. So they should have kept Carlton at Princess Park and just made it 
bigger. Yeah. So and had it sold out with fifty thousand every week. They should have had Bulldogs still play at Bulldog at Witten Oval and have yeah. that sold out. MCG is a home is for the bigger games like a Wembley or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they should have, Victoria Park could have been oh, maybe that was too too small for Collingwood. I don't know. But there, at least a few of them would have been fantastic. You drive around London and you see all these clubs. And when you watch EPL, you see like some games are in 80,000 sold out stadiums. And then some games, the camera's literally closer because it's in a smaller, yeah. like 20, 18,000 seated stadium. And it's, it's nice because each stadium you go to, it feels like it's a fucking happening. But with the AFL, there's games at the MCG where there's 20,000 people there. And you're like, if, it feels like it's an embarrassment. But the truth is in a country of 24 million people, there should be... 20,000 is incredibly impressive. Yeah, totally. So there sh- if 20,000 at an AFL game should feel fucking incredible. Yes. And the Giants play might get 7,000. And do you know what? That's incredible too. Yes. That still outperforms all NBL. It, performs a sh- it outperforms a shit ton of rugby. It outperforms cricket most days of the week. Mm. So there should be stadiums that are more directly re- related to the fan base that they're doing it for. The, U- the UK is very good at that. I-, I think like one thing that brings to mind is I think... Overall, I'm so stoked that we don't have private ownership in the AFL. Like, I love that we don't have that. But but that is one of the things that happens in the NBA is someone, a billionaire might buy a team and that's part of it. Yeah. We want to build a new precinct that will help our businesses. We want to yes. build a new standout stadium. And I think it's the same, like, look at Rex and what the guys have done. A bit more capitalism. Yeah, a bit more capitalism has helped. So I think, like, if I was going to buy... Collingwood, if I was a billionaire and I wanted to buy Collingwood and I mm. could do that, I would not want to be at the MCG. Yes. I'd want to build a stadium in Collingwood. Yes. <laughs> That's big, flashy, has the newest, the best food in the world. Makes more money and or, stuff. Or, yeah. And it makes more money and stuff like that. So I think what you're talking about is also the, like the, one negative of not being privatized. The opposite of that is that then all of a sudden, if that was the case, Collingwood would be good every year, every year as opposed to being good once every 15, 20 exactly. years. And that's why I'm stoked that the clubs are owned by the members, but it is interesting. If there was a good middle ground though, I think the AFL could just uh, could just diversify their grounds a bit more. That's my... They could. If, if they treated it like the way that the, uh, the NBA owners do, then yeah, yes. potentially you could do that. Four? Or two? Two. Um, I found an underground city in Toronto and it was really cool. What do you mean? Can I tell you about this? So when we got into Toronto, I was hungry. Yeah. Always hungry. And I Googled like food, right? Are you talking about like a train station? No, no, no. It gets deeper, bro. Literally? Yeah, literally. So there was a food court across the road, right? At the train station we were staying across. Here we go. Here we go. So I went to the train station. I went downstairs and I found this food court and all these alleyways and and walkways and the train station itself connected to... Um, the big hockey stadium that was there, right? Yep. And then the next day, I wanted to go to Starbucks because I love a Starbucks in, in America. Yeah. Well, in in Northern America. And so I walked like four blocks to get to this Starbucks, right? Mm. And I realized like, it was a very dead city, like nothing going on, right? Like re- really nothing going on. And I went and found this Starbucks and it was, imagine like Collins Street, Telstra building. Yeah. Like just empty down the bottom. I was like, yep. this is not where Starbucks is. Like what's going on? And then I realized that it was below ground. So I went below ground. I found another food court that had this Starbucks. And then I realized that you could walk from that food court, which was about a kilometer away from where we were staying. And you can walk underground through shops and through food courts. Do you know why that is? Because it is freezing cold. Yes. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. It wasn't when we were there. Um, and it was just so groovy because it's like, it takes all, you can walk everywhere. There's no waiting for traffic lights or any of that or dealing with yeah. cars or all that. It was just very, it's very it's cool. cold. Very, very uh, cool. My number, t- well, not, this is mine unordered, but number two is can- Canadian people. Yeah. They're the nicest ones out anywhere. Yeah. And to the point where it's annoying at points where if you're in a bad mood and they want to talk to you, it's a pain in the ass, but they are the nicest people. So they get a notice. And you're number one. My number one is the fast food in America because the fast food in America, uh, not all of it, but some of it is just great food. And I like genuinely what? mean that. Which ones? So I think like we have great Mexican here, but Chipotle is just great food. It's not like when I think of fast food, I think of Macca's, Hungry Jack's, not great. It's just good food. Subway over there is amazing. Yeah, Tom's obsessed with Subway in America. Jersey Mike's but is you, just good food. Tom, they paid a pedophile. <laughs> they did. Tom? Yeah. <laughs> they did. Do you still think it's good Subway? Uh, I think <laughs> that they shouldn't be held accountable for things they didn't know at the time. If they were still paying him and supporting him. Do you think they knew? Perhaps. I don't think they knew, no. Do you think they were knowingly paying a pedophile? No, I don't think Or so. do you think they were like... This guy's not a pedophile. He just lost a lot of weight. Yeah, I think that's what they thought. So I don't think they can be held. Do you think? Let me just rephrase that. Yeah. Do you think they were like, we're paying a guy who lost a lot of weight eating Starbucks? Yeah. Or do you think they were like, we're secretly paying a pedophile to support this pedophile? I don't think that there's any way they would have knowingly paid a a pedophile. Interesting. And like Popeyes and and others as well. I just think genuinely like, I came over here and I, I thought of getting McDonald's last night because that thought comes into my mind often. I just couldn't think of anything worse. Whereas in America, you can go get fast food and yes. it's just fucking grass. No, very good point. They do do it. And my number one was the city of Austin's blending of two cultures. Mm-hmm. It was the closest to what I what I like. It had, Texas is Australia, mm-hmm. but a bit more intense. Yeah. And then it's also um, great food and it just everything there's great their, their food's great but then it's also all outside and beautiful and sunny and mm-hmm. very enjoyable everything's really great coffee and everything it's just the best blending of two cultures then and, and if you go outside of austin you meet some of the most racist fucked people in the world yeah. but yeah. in there it's a beautiful they have this phrase keep austin weird yeah and i and i thought that was really cool great but the main thing we stumbled upon there that i think is right is talking about the the, the suburban clubs I think that should have been just a topic at the start of the podcast. Yeah, totally. That's interesting, yeah. We sh- it shouldn't have been one dot point at the end of the podcast. Well, I think most people listen all the way through. So Do they, but... Yeah, there you go. You know what? We'll cut it up for TikTok form. If I was listening to this, yeah. well, um, the podcast I listened to, I can't tell you the last time I finished a podcast. Have no. you ever listened to a podcast and heard the last thing? I can't remember the last time I listened to a podcast. Yes. But that's a concern. <laughs> I'm not really a podcast listener. Um, but I listen to the rights of Ricky Sanchez sometimes. And no, I don't think I really. But by, by the end, they're just doing fun, like phone calls and stuff. So statistically, no one's listening to this. Yeah. Because no one listens to us to begin with. Yeah. And it's the off season for the men's. Well, now's a good time to talk about COVID then. <laughs> yes. And, and we, uh, that's another good point, Tom, is we started the podcast talking, <laughs> talking about, about COVID. COVID. But. I think that's it. Maybe, yeah. Maybe this for the four people listening. A few weeks down the track, I'll just say, you know, what I noticed in the UK, yeah, and it'll be a dot point at the start. Yeah, it's okay, a good cool. point of engagement. Yeah. Anyway, that's the podcast. Did you have any songs? No, no, I didn't this week. I'm Me sorry. neither. No, I, I listened to the same shit that I was listening to last week on the plane. Yeah. There's a hotel I stayed at called. 
the Kimpton, the Alton in San Francisco. Yep. And they had a playlist and it said, download our playlist. And so I downloaded and it's yeah. a lot of just trendy music. Was it good? So download Kimpton, the Alton, <laughs> their playlist of cool music. That's what I've been listening to. Yeah, great. It's a bit too trendy if I'm being honest. A bit too... Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Anyway, uh, what are you predicting the news this week? Did you know two weeks ago, right? I'm pretty. I did a top ten predictions for the NBA season, but we never got around to it. Yeah. So I should bring it next week, and it will already be out of date. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> uh, in the subreddit, I wonder what we've got wrong that someone's going to go through and meticulously. Oh, they said this. Oh, oh, do you want to talk about the wonderful AI that people have <laughs> yeah, been doing sure, over let's us? Talk about it. Yeah. They people no made AI of us. Yeah, someone on Reddit made AI of us and it was deeply offensive, but... Bounce that Brodden. <laughs> the Brodden. It was really funny, though. It's on the subreddit if you want to see it. Apart from that, it's going to be a great week. We'll have another little highlight bit come out. Uh, Marnie will be with us next week to prep or to talk post as we lead into the W finals. Can't wait. going to be great. In, watch a bit of Wembenyana if you want to see this monster uh, destroy sport. As always, the footy with Broden brought to you by the wonderful team at Quizmeister. They have over 150 shows a week, Tom. It's Australia's most popular and least shit trivia, Tom. Mm. And as I always say, head to quizmeisters.com forward slash the footy to find your nearest venue or book a show and use the code bounce that pill when booking for 10% off. They're big supporters of this show. It's a friggin' good night out. Enjoy. Bounce that wheel.